We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Well, welcome back, fans in the pro. Mike Hoss and Deuce McAllister until 6 o'clock tonight. Then it's Boomer and Valenti. Tomorrow the playoffs begin. Seattle at San Francisco is the afternoon game. The Chargers at Jacksonville is your night game. Uh, we're kind of in a little class mode today. We're talking about some of the things that Deuce talks about during the game that we just don't have time to kind of flesh out. So things like Peter and Pizza and Sluggo and Toss Crack, and we just did Turkey Hole and Honey Hole um, because it's an important aspect of the game and Deuce wants the fans to be as knowledgeable as possible. Uh, but also want to sprinkle in a little bit of, of what happened today with Mickey. And so there's a question. So, on the- so, so before we go to that, you just talked about Sluggo. Yep. Slant and go. Slant and go. Pretty, 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 pretty easy. He has to be able to sell the slant. And then all he does is takes takes it vertical. So that is a Sluggo, Sluggo route. And the really, really good receivers um, that run that route they can get in and out of their break. And what I mean by that, they they have the ability to bend at the hips and then be able to accelerate um, once they do hit that probably uh, one, two, three, four, five, seventh step, maybe eighth step, seventh or eighth step, they're able to really explode uh, vertical. Um, and then toss crack, toss crack, a couple guys that we've used uh, as far as blockers, the last couple of years, uh, Traquan Smith, Marquez Callaway have been the guys that have done a lot of the dirty work uh, on toss crack plays. And they, those receivers, are responsible for blocking a wide nine defensive end. And that defensive end, he is the widest player on the line of scrimmage. Sometimes when the Saints are in a 4-3 defense, and you have a linebacker that chokes down or he gets into an outside position, then he becomes the widest defender. And so that receiver, who is the point guy, he he becomes a point guy for a three-by-one, where that's three receivers and a bunch. That receiver is responsible for blocking him. He's normally outweighed by 50 pounds or better. But that's the role that Traquan that's and the, Callaway. That's the crackback block that's, that you're talking about. Yeah, it's, it's a, a crackback block. It's a toss running back. It's to a the toss to the running back. And the, running back, and the wide receiver comes back and has the responsibility of the defensive end. Yeah, but he's not coming back. He's lined up on the line of scrimmage. So his job, it used to be where they could really blow him up. But defensively, now you can't blow him up. You're going to get ran over. Basically, what ends up <laughs> happens most of the time is that receiver, because he's outweighed by 50 pounds. Yeah. That receiver, yeah, he has to be a guy that's tough, tough as nails, 
to be able to sit in there and say, hey, look, I'm going to slow this guy guy down. And you can't really blow him up like they used to. They took that out. Uh, but that that's what you get on the toss crack. And then, you know, that's what you get on the sluggo. So that's what we're doing. It's called Deuce 101. But boy, while we get some phone calls, we'll take him as well. And Sam is in Gretna. Sam, welcome to the show. Hey, Mike. Hey, uh, Mike, I've told you a couple of times at Remote, you did a fantastic job this year. And and um, you and Deuce, y'all made uh, uh, intolerable games listenable. Well, thank you very much. Proper English. <laughs> and and always, there were way too many games to wear. You guys were the only reason I didn't turn my radio off. Uh, it was that bad. I got some questions though, and to let you know, I have zero GM experience. Uh, I mean, you know, when my dogs were here, they didn't even listen to me, um, and I have zero coaching experience. Number one, this oh, wanting to go back to the future and bringing Peyton back. Number one, uh, he is so respectful of Coach Allen, as well as being friends. So bringing Sean back would necessitate Sean pushing Dennis out the door. He he ain't going to do that. Not going to happen. Number two, I'm wondering if very few coaches can do coordinator and head coach like like Peyton, uh, like Belichick, uh, like um, Andy Reid. Okay, there's very few out there. I'm wondering if Coach Allen would do better if he totally turned over the defense to Chris Richard and Ryan Nielsen, let them call all the plays, and let Coach Allen focus on um, on the uh, head coaching deal. Uh, also, when y'all were talking earlier about. Um, Wherever Coach Payton goes, him trying to bring some administrative staff, being proactive. Um, Mr. Loomis goes to president of the Saints organization. Uh, Mr. Rasha overseeing Ms. Benson's business dealings. So now Mr. Rasha is president of Ms. Benson's corporate dealings. Um Mickey takes Dennis's place as president of the Saints. You graduate. Um, oh, uh, gee, I can't think of his name. Jeff Ireland. Jeff Ireland to GM. We're proactive on that because we have to keep him and Kai Harley. Uh, also, our underperformance of the offensive line, uh, Deuce and Mike, y- y- y'all know this way better than me. Uh, y'all have to watch it a lot more than me. Um, do you think it's more coaching shortfalls or the injury merry-go-round or a combination of both? Well, let's get because, to let's, yeah, let's get let's get to some of that. I appreciate the call, Sam, and thanks for all the kind comments. I mean, certainly the offensive line. I mean, dealt with injuries not so much early, but uh, later in the season, it was a, it was. A, I mean, you had guys had no starting guards, you know, and you had. Guys getting injured in warm-ups, it was tough towards the end. Yeah, towards the ends, that's that's Probably pretty much every, every team, team. Yeah, every NFL team. I mean, uh, here's the thing. you got to be lucky as well to be able to make it to the playoffs, but also uh, to be able to make it to the Super Bowl. And what I, you, You've got to have a good squad, but you've got to have luck with injuries. 
And the last couple of years, the Saints have not had luck with injuries. And what I mean by that is, yes, you can get a guy hurt, but is he going to be out for the season or is he going to only miss two or three games? For the Saints, they haven't had that fortune. Most of their guys have been out for the season or miss eight, nine, ten games, and you know yeah. now your season is derailed. For, for, for me in the offensive line, I think it probably differs a lot um, on what the expectation was or is for that unit. You're not going to have a top five unit if I'm playing four backups. Four guys that were not penciled into that position, uh, you can't expect that group to go out and say, hey, look, you're going to rush for 150 yards. You're also going to protect the quarterback where he doesn't have uh, any sacks taken because of you, and then he's going to have three seconds to be able to throw the football. That's fairy tale. I mean, and so some of that you have to play within what you have. I think that they could get better at doing some of the things that they do, and I don't. I do think that they will try to across the board. They're going to try to upgrade the roster. I don't think that there's one position that they aren't going to try to say, "Hey, look, we're fine at this position. We don't have to bring in any new blood." I think across the board they're going to try to upgrade that room, but they already they always did that. Right. The question is, can they find somebody either via the draft? or via free agency that they can pay. The other part of it, um, the plan about, you know, moving Dennis and and, and, and moving Mickey and, and, and putting uh, Jeff in, in the GM role, I know that they've got a timeline and a plan. You know, uh, I'll let them kind of handle that when they have to cross that bridge. <laughs> uh, I'll, I'll let them kind of handle that when they have to cross that bridge. But they they, they do have different scenarios uh, as far as that is concerned. And the other part of it is uh, I forgot what his first first question. Uh, he got he, he's been listening to Bobby too much. He goes with four or five questions. I forgot his first uh, what his first question well, it was. was. About, it was about coaching, but it doesn't matter because there's no coaching opening. You know, so it was about if Sean would come back, he wouldn't do so. Also, uh, maybe Dennis not call the plays. Oh yeah, from from there's 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 plenty of head coaches that that uh, that call offense or defensive plays, um, but. I could see him maybe doing it one more year and maybe saying, hey, look, I think this is better if I can focus on on, on one unit. He would still be heavily, heavily involved. Right. Uh, but, you know, I think that he wanted to at least get his feet wet from a head coaching standpoint here in New Orleans, not going back to Oakland. Uh, you know, that's a whole different Different, it's a, it's different, 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 different city. Yeah, di- di- different, different monster. <laughs> different time, right? But I think for him here – being able to say, hey, look, I want to be those, uh, D.C., call my plays, and, of course, I'm the head coach. Right. Uh, if a scenario does grow to where he says, no, I'm just going to be the head coach and be heavily involved defensively, I can see that happening right. as well. All right, we're going to get back to class. Got to take a break. Then it's back with Deuce 101 going through some of the glossary of terms that you might hear during our broadcast. Back after this, fans of the pro, Mike Hoss, Deuce McAllister, WWLAMFM.com, always free on the Odyssey app. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. 
After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter, and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. Welcome back, fans and a pro, and we're kind of wrapping up the season here. This is our final show. We're doing class. It's a Deuce 101. It's the kind of the glossary of terms that we're going through that you will hear during the broadcast. We've got a bunch here, so we're going to roll pretty quick through these if we can. If we can't, we can't. Uh, sugar. Sugar is basically a swab. I mean, and so it's it, it's a swab block. Um it could be used offensively as well as defensively. Defensively, normally when they holler that, when they when you hear them make a sugar call, then it's something very very specific. As far as offensive linemen, they're going to use a sugar call. It's normally, hey, look, I'm going to help you out a little bit, but this is your guy. This is your guy, and so it's it, it, that's basically a sugar call when you hear that term. In football, particularly particularly for for linemen in the backs, rook. Well, you said you, you called. You said at one point rookie whip route. Now some of these I might write down wrong. So if I- yeah, no, so <laughs> it, 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 it's a whip route. The route is called a whip, but I don't know if the rookie probably ran that route. One of uh, Alave ran that route, or Rashid probably ran the route as far as a whip route. And so the whip route is basically like a return route. It's normally about five yards, uh, and you start inside, and you return back outside. So it has to be on that even plane. So one of the things that you see defensively, what what offensive players will say is they undercut the throw, and that's because the offensive player drifts. So if he started his cut at five yards, but when he started – continuing to run left or right, he was drifting to six to seven yards. Now defensively, all I'm going to do is undercut it. And so as soon as the quarterback throws it, I am cutting up underneath it because the quarterback is throwing that football to five yards. But since that receiver drifted up the field to where now he's at eight yards, it allowed that defensive back or linebacker to undercut it and to be able to make the make make the interception. So the guys that run that whip route, uh, just like the sluggo route, it's it's a guy like Lance Moore who has really good hips. And so what he has to be able to do is he has to be able to sink, drop his hips, be able to get inside of a cut and get back out of a cut. I, I couldn't run that route. That was a route that Reggie would run. That was a route that Lance would run. For the Saints, Chris Olave runs that route. Um, you know, um, we know Rashid Shahid can run that route. Um, Alvin Kamara can run that route. And it's a whip route or return. It's a return route. Just depends a lot of times 
where are they lining up on the field? Are they lined up outside? You know, or or, or, or are they lined up um, in the backfield? You know, where they have a free release and they can do it. So it just depends on. All right, the route is a return route or a whip route, but that that that's what it that's what it's called. QB eight, QB eight, uh, QB eight and QB nine are basically um, where the quarterback, the offensive line is zoning down. So they're taking a gap. The line is everybody's responsible for, you know, you, you, your center is responsible for A gap. Now he, he's responsible for B. They're all reach blocking to be able to pick up a, a, a guy in that gap. And the quarterback is basically rolling Q8, Q9. So, you know, eight to right. the right, nine to the left. If I wrote this down wrong, we talked about earlier, that was Banjo. Banjo's defensive call. Right. So Banjo, just like we talked about three-by-one, three-by-one a, a, a formation where you have a bunch formation, three receivers to one side. So three-by-one, uh, three receivers to one side, the single receiver or, or a tight end or whatever. Let's just put uh, a tight end, Jawan Johnson. He is the single receiver on one side. The other three receivers are in a bunch formation on the other side of the field. So on the left, Juwan, he's the one. The three are the other receivers. And so, you know, we can – whoever we have out there right. for the Saints. The tailback is in the backfield. The quarterback's in the shotgun. So by that three-by-one look, defensively, how are we going to cover this? We're in nickel defense. So nickel, we would have our nickel cornerback. We would have our regular field corner, you know, and so let's just say that that that's Lattimore and, and, and Roby – is the uh, other corner that's in that that's covering those other guys, and so the other guy that you would normally say uh, have one of those guys is the safety. So let's just say Tyron is that other safety. He's over the top. So from a corner standpoint, one of the things that you never want to do is line up in coverage on the same level. So you'll see those guys. You have maybe um, Roby is taking the point guy the guy that's on the line of scrimmage, he's going to take that point guy. But you'll see him a lot of time turn around to Lattimore and give him a signal. Normally, depends on where you are on, on the field, they'll, they'll call what they call banjo. They'll have a banjo call. And so depending on how they're lined up, if I'm not going to go press, if I'm going to play off coverage, so one guy takes the first guy inside, whether – somebody's running a crosser, a shallow cross, or somebody just runs a speed out. What Offensively, what they want to do is kind of confuse you. So particularly if they know the Saints like to play a lot of man, and so they try to run rub routes. So rub routes to make the Saints have to try to switch and, 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 and make uh, drop coverages. So defensively, you'll see them call banjo. They'll call banjo. They'll call banjo. And so basically they're switching responsibilities as far as if that guy goes inside, you take him. If he goes outside, I'll take him. And now you're not going to be able to pick us or rub route us because we've got something called to be able to pass those routes off. Duo? Duo is interesting because it, it um, some teams classify it as gap runs, and gap runs are each offensive lineman or each player is responsible for a gap. So the Saints are a zone team. So offensive lineman and fullback tight end, he's responsible for a zone. 
or he's responsible for gap. So when they run gap schemes, some teams classify duo as a gap scheme. Some classify it as a zone scheme. But it really, duo, the tailback is reading the Mike linebacker. The tailback is reading. The running back is reading the Mike linebacker. So it looks, from a footwork standpoint, it looks like inside zone. A couple things happen differently on duo than they do on inside zone. Inside inside zone, everybody is blocking a zone, an area. So if I have a guy in that area, that's who I'm blocking. Normally I want to take him where he wants to go. And so from a tailback, running back's perspective – I'm running the daylight. I'm staying on my track. I'm reading the three technique. And wherever he's not going, that's where I'm going. Right. <laughs> I mean, and so you're playing you're playing eye games and footwork games with those linebackers, but you're reading the three technique. You're reading the defensive tackle. Duo, I am reading the Mike linebacker because up front, I have two double team blocks. My footwork is just the same as inside zone, but I am reading that Mike linebacker and what I – Demario Davis – I'm reading DeMario Davis. So I have to make DeMario wrong. If he picks a gap, I'm going to where his gap was. I am going to make him wrong. And so based off of my footwork and my offensive lineman footwork, I've got two double teams up front. They are double teaming those uh, defensive tackles, and I am reading the, the, the Mike linebacker. Your job is to marry. My footwork is married to the offensive lineman, but I am going to make DeMario wrong. Wherever he goes, I'm going opposite. All right. And so if he do, if he goes A gap, I'm just going to hit the B gap. If he chooses the B gap, then I'm going to get back to the weak side A gap. So we're just playing mind games and we're playing a little chess out there. And I think I, I, I heard this correct. And it's for defender making a tackle or trying to, and he, he wrong-armed. No, and so the defensive end is the guy that uses the wrong arm. So we talked about the gap scheme. Yep. Gap scheme. So normally in power, in counter, power is one guy pulling. Counter is two guys pulling. So, you know, you have some teams that like to pull the guard and a tackle, or they like to pull a guard and a tight end. So that's, that's going to be counter. In power, it's just a guard that's pulling. And my fullback is kicking out the last man, on the end man on the line of scrimmage, which yep. is the defensive end. So that defensive end, his job is to use the – we call it the wrong arm technique. And so basically he's going to turn his body sideways. He can't you, – you, you can't um, – what's the uh, defensive end for um, the Giants? Went to Oregon. Thibodeau, is that his name? Thibodeau. Thibodeau. Kayvon Thibodeau. Kayvon Thibodeau. Remember he got cut in the preseason and he just stood and watched like he didn't – he hadn't seen the play at all. He didn't know how to play it, and he got cut, and he hurt his knee. You are to spill that play. And basically, the defensive end, he sees the tackle blocked down, so the tackle is stepping down away from him. His job is to close the space. And what I mean by that is stay close to the hip of that tackle. Now, you got to have your head up because he's not hes not just blocking you to say, hey, there's the quarterback, go you're free. That means somebody's coming. There's somebody's coming to block you, you know. And so your job is to use your inside shoulder and wrong arm it, or you know if you you're gonna use the inside shoulder. I'm trying to turn right to be able to see it. 
I want you to use the outside shoulder, not the inside shoulder. Inside shoulder, you're, you're just going to take contact. Use your outside shoulder and spill that play. And so that's what you want to – you'll see him turn sideways. Cam Jordan to come in there and not necessarily sideways, but he's going to wrong arm it, close that space. So now, defensively, you want to take two. Defensively, you want to take two. I want to blow it up where the guard that's pulling, he can't get up to the Mike linebacker. And so if he can't get up to that Mike linebacker or – the, uh, uh, the the wheel linebacker, now that linebacker is free to be able to just scrape off and make the play. And so that defensive end has to wrong arm it. He has to come in with his outside shoulder free to spill it. All you're doing is causing chaos in the backfield where that tailback has to pause, right. where that quarterback on quarterback power, where Taysom does, doesn't have a clean look, and now he has to hesitate, he has to pause, he has to bounce that play to the C-gap. That linebacker should meet him in a hole. He should meet him for a loss. And so that's where you have counter on gap scheme is two blockers pulling. Power on gap scheme is one blocker pulling. Defensively, that defensive end, he should wrong on that play when he sees that tackle, step down. He's free now because normally, you know, he's the guy that's over me. He's not blocking me. All right, why is he not blocking me? Right. He's, think, just, he's not going to just let me go free. He steps down. You have to close the space, wrong arm it, spill it, let that linebacker come free, make the play for a loss. Class will continue after this. I think you see now why we don't get into this during the game. We don't, there's, not, there's just flat out not enough time. It yeah. is Deuce 101. Fans in the pro, Mike cost Deuce McAllister, going through some of the glossary of terms that you'll hear during the broadcast. Stay, keep it right here for the next uh, 20 minutes or so until Boomer and Valenti – WWAMFM.com, always free on the Odyssey app. Back after this. Welcome back. Mike Haas, Deuce McAllister. We're doing a little Deuce 101, some of the glossary of terms that you will hear during our broadcast that we don't have time to really to get into. And so we don't we don't have a ton of time left. So we'll go, we'll go, we'll, we'll make this the speed round. So uh when you say fences for from from a def, defense. Defense. Input. Yeah, defense is is uh. I picked, no, I picked a hard one to be quick. No, not quick with it. It's, it, it, it's normally fences was the call that the Saints should have been playing against the Minnesota Vikings yeah, up in Minnesota. Marcus Williams? Yeah. Yeah. But fences is at the end of a half or at the end of the game where a team doesn't have timeouts. And so the defense will – Play the sidelines. I will not let you catch the football and go out of bounds. So I am literally – you can catch it, but I've got guys that are – they're funneling everything to the middle of the field because you don't have a timeout and there's no time for you to catch it, spike it, or catch it, and then go up the field, get everybody lined up, spike it. The ball game's over. You know, and you've seen some offensive guys get really smart. They catch it and they give themselves up. Uh, but there's not enough time on the clock for them to be able to spike it, get the kicking team out there, et cetera. So that's where you play fences defense, and I am not allowing the offensive guy to catch the ball and get out of bounds. Robber? Robber is the safety that's robbing the middle of the field. So we start with our cover two. Mm -hmm. Now he robs down. We're going to go to three, where it's either sky, that strong safety, comes down or you may have the free safety that rolls down and he is the robber 
He is the middle field robber. So if you remember um, uh, P.J. Williams, the interception that he had uh, against Brady, yep. he was the robber. If you remember, I think – You're talking about the Brady pick six? The, the pick six. You, yeah. If you remember uh, Tyron Matthews, it, I think it was Minnesota game maybe. Yeah, that was his first pick of the year. That was I, our first, the team's first pick. I think he was the robber. Right. But he is the safety where it looks like cover two – but they roll one safety down to where now they're playing cover three, or yeah, they're 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 playing cover three, and I have a robber, a safety in the middle of the field. His job is to pick off any crossing route, shallow cross, or particularly his job is to pick off really a uh, really his job is to pick off a dig route, which is coming across the middle of the field. When you talk about cub and bear fronts, cub and bear fronts, we'll start with bear. Bears the easiest because Cub is just uh, a sub package of it. It's nickel defense out of out of this front. So it's basically every offensive lineman is covered. So I have a, a nose over him, and then I have I've reduced down instead of having a three technique, a defensive end. Uh, I mean a defensive tackle, a D a D tackle over uh, in the three technique. He is reduced down over the guard. And let's say I walk one of my linebackers up over the tackle. So every gap for the defense is covered. And so now it's a bare front. It's a bare front. And what you'll see is the offensive lineman, most of the times they'll turn around. You'll see the center hold up the hand, the number five, and he'll give a 5-0 call. And basically that tells the tailback that he has the mic linebacker. Tells the running back, hey, look, you got the mic. He's your guy. Everybody else is blocked. Everybody else is 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 working. They're going to be busy blocking. You've got to get the mic, and so that that's where you may have. Uh, that's where the pizza call may come into play. That's where you know uh, a, a heavy call may come into play. Particularly if a, a, a linebacker walks into the line of scrimmage, you may have a guard that hauls heavy, 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 and so now he squeezes down. You pick up a guy, and you guys just play ball. All right, we've got to take a break. We're going to come back. One more segment of Deuce 101 going through the glossary of terms that you'll hear on our broadcast. This is Fans in the Pro, Mike Austin, Deuce McAllister. Back after this, WWLAMFM.com and the Odyssey app. Welcome back. Just a few more minutes, and we'll, we'll end class early because I want to do want to spend just a couple of seconds just talking about really what what's moving forward. But you said this in Philly, and that was BYOB. No, I know what I, I know what that means. But. Yeah, most places that has a different uh, connotation. <laughs> yeah, connotation acronym, but it is be your own blocker. Be your own blocker. So certain runs on power, when the tailback goes into that C gap, or the quarterback goes into that C gap, he's got to be his own blocker. Some runs, third down, goal line, you've got to be your own blocker because the offensive line can't get to certain guys certain 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 plays they can't get up to the mic linebacker certain plays they can't get to the safety because of how it's how the defense is playing and the free guy that the defense is leaving free so certain areas where you take the football if you go off script you got to be your own blocker and normally you better make it work because the play is not blocked for you to go back there or to do what you chose to do. So let's talk in our final few minutes here. 
This is going to be a crazy offseason. I mean, I don't think anybody, nobody can, it is, it is just speculation on top of speculation. What's, what's the, if you had to say, okay, I, my, uh, you're the GM, what's this team's top priority in this offseason? Figuring out what you do with your quarterback position. Man, but there's just so, it just feels like there's so few options. Right? Uh, no. Maybe we don't know because we don't know about the draft pick. We don't know. Yeah, I mean, you don't, you don't know about a high draft pick. Right. Yeah, you don't know about a high draft pick. But here, 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 here's what you have to remember. You have two sides of that coin that are working already. They know who the free agents will be. They kind of understand and know what the trade market will be for some of those guys that may be on the block. So you'll start to say, all right, we know um, what team is not going to be in the market for a quarterback. Uh, Kansas City, not in the market for a quarterback. Buffalo Bills, they're not in the market for a quarterback. Uh, What happens down in Miami? Is Miami in the market for a quarterback? What happens down in Tampa? Is Tampa in the market for a quarterback? Atlanta, are they in the market for a quarterback? We know that they have a young guy, so they're going to be in the market for a quarterback. What happens in Carolina? Are they in the market for a quarterback? Do they like so. Sam Darnold? They, aren't they every you know, year? You know what I mean? But do, do they like Sam Darnold? Does Daniel Jones get what he wants up in New York? So, I mean, you, you, you've you already got a lot of this already planned out. Now it's, all right, no, scenario A hit. Scenario B hit for this player. Scenario C is going to hit for this player. So there's different scenarios that they, they will put into place to be able to execute what they want to execute. Because the one thing that this this organization has done, whether it's Sean or whomever, but f- they try to feel that roster before draft. They try to feel that roster all the way up before draft, where without draft, drafted players, this is what we would look like September the 1st. Your draft's lanyap, so to speak. Exactly. Now, there may be needs right. that you need to be able to feel at certain positions, but if I had to take this team and go and play September 1st, this is what this team looks like. They will try to do that via free agency. Now, they may not be very, very heavy players on the first day of free agency, but they're going to be active. What a second priority would it be, a big running back uh, with Kamara or a wide receiver to replace – assuming Mike Thomas is not here. That's just an assumption. Well, I, I, I think that you're going to go about it two ways. From the running back position, you'll probably draft a kid, draft a young man, and then you'll probably sign a veteran to be able to say, hey, look, he's played in the NFL. We know that he can step in and be able to play. Or maybe it's you know, Eno Benjamin. Who knows? Well, right? he's not a big guy, though. You still need a bigger guy. Yeah. You, Eno Benjamin can help you, allow you to run some of the routes and – maybe uh, do some things that Alvin does, but you've got to get a bigger guy. You've got to get a right. third down uh, a guy that finishes. you got to get a, you got to get a finisher. And so I think that's where they draft somebody. From a receiver standpoint, there's a lot of moving parts. But even they've said we've got to get a big receiver to be able to help some of the younger guys. So whether that's via the draft or you sign a veteran, look for them to do – be active in that market. Thank you, my friend. Thanks for everything. Thanks for Deuce 101, playing along with the glossary of terms. And thanks for listening, everyone, to Fans in the Pro. It's going to be an interesting offseason. I'm sure we'll be talking along the way as we get ready for the draft and OTAs and everything. But thanks for listening to Fans in the Pro's Mike Hoss and Deuce McAllister, WWLAMFM.com, and always free on the Odyssey app. 
T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission.